You're very welcome to The Salvation Show. Myself, Paddy Mac, I'm here on my own today. Now, just to let you know that at the bottom of this, you can see a subscribe. Will you just press that button for us? And uh, it won't cost you anything. It's just if you could subscribe to it. Now, as people are well aware, we do a bit of fun on The Salvation Show. And we've special guests. Now, we had John Murphy last week, and we had great fun with John. This week is a well-known poet, musician, hospital porter, all-round guy, the one and only Mr. Jinx Lennon. Jinx, you're very welcome. Oh, yeah. How are you? Glad to be here. Now, Grant, yeah. Yeah. lovely to have you here. <laughs> now, it's coming up tonight. You have a big night on the Spirit so. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're gigging there tonight. But we want to know, Jinx, when it all started with you. I know you played with a band called the Novena Babes, well, well-known band around the town. When did this all start for you? The music end of it. Yeah. Uh, I, my father tried to learn to teach me guitar when I was about 13. I think it's, it was no basis for me at all. Because I wasn't really into it. I couldn't really, you know, I was into different things at the time. I was more into films and I was doing a bit of writing, but I was, I was just writing stories. And I had just big ledger of stories. And I just, I, I'd stay with myself. I wasn't one for football. And football was the football. It was, it was all football, yeah. Dundalk's football at the time, like, you know. So he's always looking a bit odd at the ball. <laughs> Your man said, where is he at, you know? Yeah, where is he? No, he's not, he's not playing football with us. Yeah. He's, he, he can't play for sight anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was it. So my father tried to teach me, and I just, he, was, he knew it was a lost cause. And then when I got into music, the badminton racket would come out. Of course. To dire straight solos on the bed. Yeah. Jumping up and down. Or the hairbrush or in Queen, the mirror. The middle of Queen. You know, in, yeah. in, like in 1979, that particular year, was the year of the guitar solo. Yeah. All the singles had great guitar solos. Don't stop me now. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So I jumped on the bed with the badminton racket. So I thought maybe I'd give a hand to play the guitar at some stage. And eventually, I went to lessons in the, the regional. And there was a fellow called Dick Shaw. Yeah. He was teaching the guitar, so... There was a few of us in the class. There was another fellow called Cyril O'Brien who was in the class with us. And Cyril also played in the academic. So it's like that. It was sort of like, there was a friendly competition to see the yeah. song, even though the songs were crap songs, like Spansel yeah. Hill. The ones, was, you know, the learning songs. The one learning songs. Yeah. So, you know, you can do that after Bob Dylan, three chords, Van Morrison, Leary, three chords. Mm. It's great. Um, Opened it all up like. And that's, was your dad a musician? But that was, he played guitar, yeah. And his dad actually played with a man called Fergus. From the high Who path. were supposed to be exponents of the Hawaiian guitar. Yeah. I, so, I, I remember seeing so I know my dad, my granddad, he, he, died, he died when my dad was 12. Hmm. He, was, he was a big fan of the Hawaiian big. guitar. Which, they, they call it, nowadays they call it the steel, steel guitar. guitar. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and you brought it on, but you were saying you were writing a lot, an awful lot. You had a ledger of an awful lot of writing. Yeah. So how did you incorporate that with your music? Uh, I think it was just sort of prime me for it. Mm. The other writing. Uh, one particular, well, I have a song called about the, the bomb got off in, in Crow Street. So and actually tonight what happened uh, I was actually coming around to Henry's shop round from Pierce Park and buying a notebook to write songs in mm. when the bomb went off so I was holding the, the notebook it was 74 it? it was 75 75 yeah, yeah. 
the de- de- devastation in Dundalk is to say. And there's a lot of songs. People know most of your songs as their the poetry, like Get the Guards yeah. and a few more. It, how would how would you go about it? Is it do you just do it on the moment? Do you know, or do you do you I sit down? Usually it takes a while. Usually it, it takes a while. It might there might be five five or six ideas going around, and the one idea that gets the gets the gold is the the one that sort of the time it's it might just fit in just like yeah. you know the keys, and that'll be the best song. Usually the best songs come out of maybe five or six songs that I'm working on, and oh, suddenly. Yeah, yeah. They'll all be sort of cannibalized into the, the last into the main song. That, that that could take anything from. Could be you know I do, I do write songs on the spot, but some of the songs take about ten years to. Will it? By the way, yeah. Oh, I, I like just, I, I won't call Iron Bars and that took about a good four or five years to. Example, I thought that when you wrote it, it was there was that. No, I always thought with of course the, the, the name of the song. Yeah, and the chorus is the, is, the, is, the, is the most important. Once you get the chorus, and you can build around, you sort of build around yeah. it, you know. And uh, going back to you learning the guitar and your dad learning the guitar, and you didn't want it, so you want to you want to do a bit of badminton. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but uh, it came along then that you wanted to learn the guitar and it into bands that time. You wanted to go into bands. Was it you were around the punk scene, wasn't it? There was I wouldn't. It was always sort of a punk scene. The lads were more into sort of new wave. I call it that because that was the punk was gone at that time. But there was a lot of bands that sort of were the, the tail end of the punk scene. When I was going, there was the OH Hall, and we to the fellow called Kieran Murphy, who lives in England now, and myself and Kieran would go up to gigs in Dublin, and we I think we we're talking about getting a band together, and he said, "Well, I've got a bunch of people there if you want to play a gig in the the mm. OH to support Aslan." Same. Uh, that's uh, right, 1985 and so we got the songs together we played the uh, AOH Hall and there was one song we had that was 17 minutes long it was by the Velvet Underground called Sister Ray 17 17 but we were in the half an hour version because <laughs> the fellow did we hadn't much material also to, to get on the stage as much as possible yeah piss off yeah, yeah, oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they were slagging us off Jesus boys distortion pedals you know you're in the dark you know, this oh, yeah, thing, you know yeah, yeah. the dubs looking down and the, yeah, looking the down. sticks, you know. And what, how that did, was all good. Was how did you draw it out to a half an hour? Was it loads of solos? There was no solos. Just just three chords and you do sort of a three chord, you've got the, maybe an octave and yeah, but half then chord up the, you just keep singing it over and over. But I noticed that uh, I was on the stage, I looked over and there was a fellow playing bass called Paddy High and he's over the bar waving. Hmm. And I was thinking, who the fuck's on the stage for me? And look around, <laughs> it's only me and the drummer. Because the rest were drinking the pints up in the stage, yeah. so that was it. So, Jesus, I mean, what happened to me one night that uh, I'm a bass player, well, to say I am, mm-hmm. and the drummer and the guitar player went out. Two women talked about dancing, and I done the whole song on bass, mm. singing it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you do mad it's, things in those, yeah. Well, that's, that's the fun of it, too. And it, was that the start of the Novena Babes? No, that was a band called uh, Mutiny in Heaven. It was only awesome one night. It was only for that particular gig. Yeah. It was the Novena Babes came a lot longer. The next thing was Sneaky Pete and the Ostrich. I remember Sneaky Which Pete. was that with myself, John Cotter, and a few of the lads. And again, we would have formed to play a gig, which was the, the lads were at the, the RTC. Yeah, yeah. And it was, the, I think it was Rag Week. 
So we played that. And then we sort of kept together. We said, we'll try and get a few more gigs. We couldn't get a gig to save our lives. Don't yeah. There was nowhere to play. I think it was the next thing was uh, live self-aid. Self-aid, yeah. The year after live aid. Yeah. And uh, that was it. We were looking for gigs going crazy. Love and eventually that. we got places. I think it was MJ's the year after that. Mm. And uh, we did a good stint to another band called Kalinica. We did a sort of a double and we, we'd always have to they always played last because they all wanted to see Dundalk play on Thursday night oh, yeah. that was the night of the gig <laughs> so we played the gig the lads aren't there yet then they'd be coming in with the scouts. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, we want. you just want to play a gig lads no <laughs> like that <laughs> and it was going on from uh, Sneaky Pete and all them but you weren't doing like popish stuff were you know well, the thing about it is, I I always liked pop music. You see, mm. I was always that was always in it because a lot of the bands they like were pretty melodic. They'd always take from bands like the Boards so mm. to be a lot of. I, I was man into sixties music actually at that stage, more into the American end of it, the Val on the Green, the Doors, the Boards, love people like that, and maybe a bit of the Beach Boys. But uh, definitely there was pop in it. I wanted it. Mm good melodies in it good the lads didn't mind they wanted pure noise and stuff like that but yeah. I sort of wanted to combine the two well it's only really get gigs wasn't it to really play commercially stuff well we, we I, I actually nobody wanted to so what what stuff do you play in the dark was mm. we play uh, we play our own stuff no and then we made up a name and we pretended we were going to play uh cover stuff Obsessed. and we went into it was the kings of time and said what's the name of the band electric blue that's a great name <laughs> what type of stuff do you do everything <laughs> yeah. so we got just <laughs> so we did play and then to be we got a gig in Paddy O'Hanlon's one time when that was in Bridge that was Street. in Bridge Street yeah. yeah that was the other MJ's the, the other MJ's yeah that was the other MJ's was it yeah yeah there was an MJ's where you were playing yeah, up there yeah yeah that's actually at the site of Dundalk FM mm-hmm. and then there was MJ's in Bridge Street and then Paddy O'Hanlon took it over. Yeah. He's in Liverpool and now, I think. He is, yeah. I think he got married there a few weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you got Paddy O'Hanlon's. Got Paddy O'Hanlon's. Electric Blue. Mickey Keelan, he go around him now. He's, he was standing at the back and uh, they're all shouting up, let Jimmy up the sing lane, <laughs> He said, no, he's a shade. <laughs> right? And then Mickey started the door. He says, I think those two boys with... I stand at the door. He said, "Who are these? Why are we going to get them out?" But <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I was afraid for you, you know." Yeah. So we were looking. I remember trying to get the money off Paddy at the end of the night. Now, and Paddy says, "Listen, lads, I'm going to get loads of gigs for you." He's right. Yeah. Can we have our money? Oh, we forget about them gigs, lads. Yeah. That's it. But if you had said, "That's great. We'll do, do that one for you for nothing." Yeah, yeah. But it was the way it was. But you'd always get that. You know, there's a great uh, photograph up of Jimi Hendrix playing and there's a person standing at the stage looking at him but there's a caption coming out and asking to sing Wagon Wheel you know yeah, it's yeah. that sort of thing you always had someone in those days there was always singers but it, you progressed then on to oh, we sort of walked away around the chat you didn't call Jimmy for Lion Eyes no <laughs> no Jimmy I don't think there was a Jimmy Oh, probably. you see people were so used to commercially stuff you know and then you would have to call a singer and it's a coincidence when you do try to do your commercial stuff for the era you're in, the singer will come up and sing about 40 years before. You know, and that's the way they walked. 
in those days. But uh, I went no, on. I, I, I thought it was good power. It was, it was, it was great, great, great experience. For, you know, a prime job sort of yeah. to, to take the rough with the spirit. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, you get great experience for it. But uh, MGS was a great spot, though. We sort of got loads of gigs in the classic. Hall, for a bit. Yeah, there was upstairs as well, wasn't it? Upstairs, that's where we played upstairs. The one, yeah. yeah, they used to call it the Baked Alaska, with all the stuff coming from. The oh sea. yeah, I loved that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> sort of weird. They're trying to do a sort of a almost sci-fi. Yeah, thing. there was a place at the back. The same. Do you remember the the, ru- the, the river, river room? room? Yeah, yeah, that was a good spot. Yeah, there was uh, there was the same. It was all that very heavy plaza. Yeah. Sticking out of the wall, and the cellars had it. Did you play in the cellars? I played in the cellars, yeah. That was a good spot for gigs. It was, yeah. We played a couple of gigs down there. I went to more gigs they played, doing it. Oh, yeah. You know? So, those great bands. Yeah, but who would be your influence? You mentioned all the ones from the 60s, but your real influence of music, who would you? Uh, the pe- people like Lee Reed were, were very big when they started off, mm. just for songwriting and just writing about, yeah, uh, well, he was writing about New York. So that would have been a thing to write about Dundalk and put stories there because um, I was playing a lot of stuff at the start. I wouldn't be, you know, the lyrics would be sort of, you wouldn't be putting yourself in it. Mm. But it would be learning to put yourself in it. You have to put yourself in it. You know, you have to sort of take the chance that, uh, you know, if you're going to be honest. Yeah. And sing an honest thing, you have to put yourself in it. And like Tom T. Hall says, a man's not writing Unless he's writing about what he sees around him. Yeah. So that's sort of, that. so he always took that thing with it. But the, most, of your, most of your songs nowadays are about like the border and yeah. the, the town. And I like that. And, and a lot of, it, yeah. I was playing with the Mary Wallopers on night in Newcastle. Yeah. And both of us were, we're all singing about them talk. So we're getting, yeah. they probably never heard so many songs about them talk in my lives. Yeah. yeah. There was, it was good fun at them. There was one original song about them talk from, the 60s up to you came along and it was uh, Des Wilson Dear Dundalk right it was a, yeah, I heard old, that one yeah. an old time waltz yeah. and then there was uh, as the people had known it louder in the final on Sunday and Jimmy Johnson won as well yeah Jimmy as well yeah the factories are all closed yeah. down in yeah. Dundalk yeah it's a good one but uh, if when the Novena Babes and you got Dundas stint and then you got out on your own right you were out to how, describe your music Describe my music. Yeah, describe what you do. It's I, I call it folk music. It's mm. a folk music. Like there's mm. all sorts of stuff in it. Like there is, there is punk rock. There is, there is uh, hip hop. But it's folk music in that I'm singing. It's people's music, really. If you dig into it, because mm. all the songs are about things that happen in every day. That's what it is. It's just it's unusual. It's, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. It, it I'm taking my own. I'm sort of like I, like I never came up in that scene. I'd never paid my dues in that scene. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people would start in that scene, they'd pay their dues yeah. and go around. I just sort of took it upon myself to, I said, to hell with all that and just went with it. Would, so, you be, would you be known as a musician or a poet? Well, I have a funny thing. I have a very jazz way of doing the, the gigs. Mm. I sort of do it very freestyle in that. So if something comes in my head in the middle of the gig, I'd make a song up in the spot. Would you? I would, really? I would yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. But that that's what I mean to you when I was asking you. But you were saying it takes maybe five to ten years yeah. to write one. But you could automatically. I could, yeah. And I do. That's amazing. I do, yeah. I always have two or three new songs in the go every That's gig. just yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. No, that's at the gig. I know, but if something happened, you'd make a song. Oh, yeah, you would, yeah. If someone shouted up something. If someone showed up, they could. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. You would do a song. Yeah. 
Have you had it happen before? Yeah, have we? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had it a good few times. Like, I'd say every 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 ten gigs, to people, the set list there'd always be different songs in it for every night. Mm-hmm. I'd always constantly change it because I get fed of it. Because I'd sort of the way I look at it is, if I'm singing the same songs every night, then I'm not being true to myself in no. that. You know, I'm just going as if the, the, the night before is going to be the same as the night. I wanted to sort of mix it up and sort of kick it in the hours. Yeah. To say, I'd try and get the energy going. Because the whole thing is about energy it, in, the, yeah. in the show. Yeah. To make sure you're sort of feeling just what you're doing is the right thing. Yeah. That you're, it's coming out of here, you know. Yeah. So your, your set list for what we say for Friday night. <laughs> yeah. And then you do Saturday night is completely, completely different. Completely different. And what if someone, if you're on Saturday night and someone shouted up one of your songs? I would do it. Would you do it? Yeah. I would do it unless I wasn't rehearsing for a while, mm. and then I wouldn't. I wouldn't chance it. <laughs> or else I'd say to them, "If you know the lyrics, you come up and sing it night day long." With you. That's that's what's known as a people's passion. That's good. <laughs> you know, that's there's a lot a lot of musicians who stand on stage and just play it to themselves. Mm. But I know, I know, I haven't been at one of your shows yet, but I will. But. Uh, it, it's you have to get yourself involved with the crowd that that's what it's oh, all yeah. you, you have to enter definitely yeah definitely and it's no use people know yeah i always say never look like you're thinking about what you're going to eat when you get off the stage that's right yeah because you're dead yeah you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean just have to but be dead yeah, in the that, moment but I, I remember going back oh jesus it could be about 15 would it be i actually told you about this you come up with an album and Colin Barrels was on it, and there was more regular yeah, that was, stuff. That's one of my favourite albums. Unbelievable album. Yeah. And the, the, the Dundalk Brass Band song as well. Yeah. yeah. And it, did you just come up with the inspiration? I'm going to do an album of of old songs with, with a full band and a brass band. I had a load of songs because uh, I remember the 9 11 started. Yeah. I thought we were all going to be cooked. <laughs> so, in a few weeks. So I've certainly got inspiration. Like hell. It doesn't matter anymore. You just write as many songs as you want. You don't yeah. have to get annoyed about things anymore because <laughs> every day it could be the last. You yeah. know? So I came up with a load of songs and then I, I did a live album the year before, live at the Spurrow Store, just mm. recorded it down there. So I was doing another album and I thought I'd do it live. But then I just couldn't get the same thing as the last time. So I yeah. took the songs and I got a few people involved. Um, Colin was there. Colin was there, yeah. And... Uh, Peter Tomaldi actually who played with Stuart New yeah he was involved a lot of local lads Niall Hoare he's, he's gone as well um, mm. he played bass a few other drummers just just lads local lads in different bands yeah James Mackin he was another drummer he yeah, another drummer yeah it was a real uh, some of the songs were great raggy you know a great feel to them yeah and it but you and then there's two girls involved Jessica Coyle that's right yeah yeah Brilliant, brilliant album. I'll tell you what we do. What about giving an example of one of your tracks? Yeah, okay. okay. We just happen to have a guitar. Don't we? <laughs> just happen to have a guitar. Don't we? Mm. Do you know what I lost me? I was coming over the bike and I lost me bloody that. No, I have the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try, I'll, I'm going to try a new one here. I might make a balls of it. Aperture, yeah. that, that's what it's all about. We'll have to stand up. You don't mind. No. Not a bother. Because uh, that's what you're thinking. Of. I'll create a bit of atmosphere with <laughs> smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Screaming Out of My Skull. And can you describe this song before you play it? 
This, this is basically about being a musician, really. This is what the song's about. Screaming out Screaming out of your skull Scalded out of your brain Roaring out of your marrow Strumming out of your vein The lucky man Plumber man came to fix your earth. Scream it out of your marrow, strum it out of your veins. Play another one, actually. Yeah, mm. that was like, do you know that is, it was the influence on Indian music. There's a bit of Indian music. Yeah, it's yeah. like a sitar there. It's lovely, lovely yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah it's uh, this is called uh, "We Don't See Anything." There's actually a, a border song about someone they walk with. Yeah, he was telling me about his philosophy of life. So. Uh, says Joe I'm mucked I've got something in the bag if they catch me with it I'm really stuck Joe drives away takes a thing on down to the lake he says catching pheasants if officers come to give him a shake if you give a good turn you get a good turn you can even leave the keys in the van they'll be there when you return That's why we live a long time If we come across anything We don't see anything better than here We don't see anything out here That's why we live a long time If we come across anything We don't see anything better than here Ooh. Man and a dog Heard hunting on the edge of the bog Hunting for rabbits, sees a bag of rifles and he just walks off. Next week in the shops, someone talks him on the shoulder and he stops. A neighbor says, laugh and you will see laughs and hunting in a very queer spot. If you give a good turn, you get a good turn, you can even leave the keys in the van, they'll be there when you return. We don't see anything out here. That's why we live a long time. If we come across anything, we don't see anything better than here. We don't see anything out here. That's why we live a long time. If we come across anything, we don't see anything better than here. Customs of chess. A man in a beamer needs space. Sees a pack of drovers, says, boys are coming, I ain't needing a skip. 
The drovers say, go! Drive the cattle all over the road. The closest man will cap for nearly 10 minutes and they nearly explode. If you give a good turn, you get a good turn. You might even find a nice bag of apples in the van when you return. We don't see anything yet here. That's why we live a long time. If we come across anything, we don't see anything better than here. We don't see anything out here. That's why we live a long time. If we come across anything, we don't see anything better out here. If you give a good turn, you get a good turn. But we don't see anything. If you give a good turn, you get a good turn. But we don't see anything. La, 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 la. Now, you were saying that that someone you woke up and they were talking. When when that person's talking to you, are you creating that song in your head? Or or do you just go home and. No, I just listen. I'm I'm listening. And as I talk, I'm going, this is great information. And I'm thinking, yeah. But then they'd say, we don't see anything else here. Yeah, Bang. that's a, that. That's the key word or the somebody, key line. I met a girl that works as well, and on, on, on this new album, I have a song, and they were telling me to work in the chemist, and uh, and they were saying, "Yeah, but what's the most popular thing in the chemist?" He says, "Pregnancy taskets, right?" What's another flashback? And I told her, so "That's a song." Don't pop me in it. She says, yeah. "What?" No nails matching. But, but it's amazing but when it? someone mentions that word. But it was just like bingo. It's the magic, the magic word or the magic yeah. line, and you get straight. Crazy taskets, class. Yeah. And you wrote one about that, yeah. here, didn't you? Yeah, I remember yeah. hearing about. Uh, so that that's what it is. You listen intensely, yeah. and then the keyword. It's just a keyword. The way somebody says something as yeah. well. Like I, I heard a couple of lads talking about when the first house in boom, and I went, "Jesus, those houses everywhere, boy!" Mm-hmm. And it was the way they said it. Yeah, houses mm. everywhere, really? and that's that's the chorus. That that's it. But it was the way they said it, it was almost like exasperation. Yeah, like, what do you do? Those houses everywhere. Like when you met- the opposite now. There's, oh, there's yeah. houses nowhere. No, <laughs> no, but the table was that's like, the B side. Like, yeah, that's the B, that's the yeah. follow up. But when you just when you <laughs> mentioned in that song there, as you're talking to the guy, when you mentioned. It's a great. There's some great things in your songs when you, when you get back. The keys are still be in your yeah. van. Yeah, you know it's it. So you must have been a real in depth chat over different things like you see all the signs around the town for all the things like uh, I'm away with all yeah. these oh, yeah. Yeah. but I always try and cover something like uh, you know yourself is one that knows my head so I'm <laughs> song about that you know yourself and it's what do you know Yeah, you know yourself I don't well, know you tell me what, what you're yeah. on about like I don't know you know but I don't you <laughs> yeah, know yourself tell me what it is Yeah, but there's one that I think is very funny uh, the one you mentioned I'm away yeah. and it's beside the funeral home <laughs> Dixons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And what, what, what do you think of the, all, all the, the, the signs on the town and all the? I do, it was a night at first, but it, I've, I, it's sort of like it now, because it is sort of when you come back 
from somewhere when you do see it right you go back in the door mm-hmm. now yeah it, it's incredible so because yeah. so, I think Everton with the murals and Everton are fantastic mm-hmm. oh, unbelievable. it really gives the town a sort of a distinction yeah, yeah compared to that you know? it, it is there's some lovely and like Yvonne Sinek is a St. Bridget where yeah, that's, she that's would have loved beautiful. then and today you yeah. know I think that's very very well yeah. done the one that really catches everyone's eye is on Francis Street the horse is it King Bruce yeah you know it's the treaty it's effect. very psychedelic isn't it very very psychedelic yeah. but, but unbelievable and there's um, the one at the Crown Plaza oh that's oh, fantastic that is it? unbelievable yeah just unbelievable. It's very and did did you think about writing songs about that? No, particularly no. I'd have to have a situation going on it that, that, that would pertain to something happening to somebody or something else, to, like a, a story. Or someone that something happened near a mural or a sign. Yeah. Yeah. So you can. So really about two or three things going on in the mm-hmm. song at the same time. They're the best ones. Now what, you, have to, you have to put yourself on the table. Yeah. Somewhere. So if something happened to someone beside a mural or something, you would take that person out and put you in? No, no, I'd have the person in it. Mm. But I'd sort of see it from their point of view. If you know what I mean? Being there, I'd see what's happening. Yeah. Because if you always look, if you look down the subject, you see, you won't. The song's no good because you're, you're sort of standing back. That was something yeah. I was doing for years. We're standing on the pedestal, sort of looking down at the characters. You have to be in the characters. And see what they're going because you become part of the song. You become part yeah. of it yourself. That's the yeah. only way to do it. Get into it. And tell me what uh, you're in the spirit store tonight. What does your show consist of? Mm. Or how long do you do? Well, I do a thing called uh, the Border Schizo Cosmic Folk Sound. Now, I have a sort of a between every song, I have a conversation with two lads. It's like two parts of myself. And one that was saying, one's trying to drag the other down. Don't get up in yourself too much. You know what I mean? Like, mm. what's this Border Schizo? So, what are you on about? Tell us more. And I'm trying to put the song. So between the songs, that's sort of, it sort of builds a narrative between yeah, the songs yeah. and that though. And sometimes it's a, cause it's just me sort of, when I record doing the, the practice for the music, when I'm, when I'm rehearsing, I sort of do a bit of a rant about different things going on in my head. Yeah, yeah. And I'll take that and put it in the song. Just because it, to me, it sort of makes, brings me into the, my own space. Like I'm actually, even though I'm in the, the concert and the gig, mm having that sort of stuff those elements sort of they make they, they ground you they ground you yeah. bring you into the show instead yeah. of trying to be something you're not because you're sort of putting yourself bare in front of the people you're, you're singing to yeah you know? but, but you're, you're always yourself anyway I'm always yourself yeah you're always yeah, you yeah. never you never try to be anyone else that's what I, I like about your show and it's great it? when the show takes off it does doesn't always happen but it does mm. a lot of time and how long would you do a show for? Until I pull off the stage, usually. <laughs> you know, usually that happens because I just get into it. Yeah. And I'm into, in, in, into the, the, the concert. It's like been in a different dimension. Yeah. So I'm just there and it's like, somebody say, many songs there. What time is it 11? No, it's half 12. What? Yeah. You, know, you wouldn't realise it. Just wouldn't realise it, no. Jesus, incredible. Yeah. And it, it worse than Bruce Springsteen. He does about three and a half hours, I think. Yeah, he does three and a half hours. Yeah. He doesn't have the set list. Uh, yeah, but he's the same. He goes into himself and on the stage. But he, he was saying he doesn't have a set list. No, just out. So what does he do? Like, he must have a bit of a... He must have some sort of a great memory, like... That, that's photographic what, memory. That's what the, one of the questions I was going to ask you. All the stuff you write, there's a lot of, a lot of lyrics in it. Yeah. You don't you don't have them anywhere. They're all in your head. Yeah, but I have to rehearse the songs. You do rehearse them. Oh yeah. But we I'd rehearse the day before we go on. It wouldn't be happy unless it 
I know, but there's a lot of songs with a lot of lyrics that mm. you wrote. So you don't take any lyrics that you can look at it at. No, 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 no. No, it's all in your head. No. And what what if you were coming to a, a part of a lyric and you forgot it? Would you make up one? Yeah. Or I just drag <laughs> it. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because some nights you'd be tired and you'd be sort of like, yeah. you, you, you find yourself, the head's kind of off a bit better. Or something. Or, or the energy's yeah. just on the, the gig or whatever. Yeah. Do that. So it does happen. And how long was your rehearsal before you go on? If I was let, I'd be dead the whole fucking day. Right? <laughs> I would be, yeah. But now you're a married you. man with children. Yeah. So it, that, that time's more precious, you see. Yeah. So you, you, you do sort of appreciate the time. Yeah. Okay, so a couple of hours. And you, you married uh, another musician. That's right, Sophie Sophie Kyle's. S- Sophie Kyle. on the new album. Coming, yeah. It's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. A, a very talented Class. young lady. I remember a story. I do. Sophie on the radio one day and she wrote a song about uh, the Born and Gosh yeah. I think it's called and about and I asked her a question Born and Gosh yeah Gosh yeah. yeah. but I asked her a question about why did she come to Dundalk it's because you have mountains right. <laughs> said, well, says, yeah, she loved the mountains yeah. she loves the header and all that yeah, yeah. but uh, she she would do the same she would write what she sees she does, yeah. yeah. She writes what she sees. Mm. And will, will she be part of your show now tonight? She won't be part of the show no. tonight. She's just coming down to see the, the show. She's mm. very happy to, to look and on it. Just to look on the yeah. whole lot. Yeah. And then, what is it called? Criticise later. <laughs> no, she'll be very much. No, yeah. Sophie never, never really criticised the stuff now. Yeah, that's... And uh, she'll be very on my side now. No, she... <laughs> I'd be the same with her. Now it'd be a song with yeah, her, but yeah, yeah. on the I'd be the same with her, you. And your children, many have you now? Three. Three kids. Yeah. All boys, girls. No, I've uh, Rose is seven, Oshin's uh, nearly five, and Jared's, uh, he'd be two in September. Ah, oh, great. And uh, yeah. you're enjoying married life? Enjoying married life, yeah. yeah. Have you written songs about it? I suppose I have. Yeah, I have. Get, I have. Yeah, no. The, the, the marriage comes up from the day. Yeah, would, would mention that the marriage and the, and the yeah. kids are coming. We're going to ask you now to sing one of your most famous songs, if you can remember. What is it? Get the girls. Get the girls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because everybody, if you if you mention, oh, Jinx is on, and uh, the spirits, so, oh, get the girls. And if there's ever. A joke or an argument that's always, oh, here, get the guards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll get the guards <laughs> on you. Old woman sees 400 top youths outside her premises. David Peckham haircuts, Reebok tops, Bobbery hats. About 8 p.m., she hears noises like the gate's been kicked. The dogs are barking for six streets around. She sees a huge shape through the glass of the letterbox and shuffling noises. She hears the jemmy bar against the door. Get the guards. 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 Get! Call now. 83815 You had to learn golf to be part of the Septic Tiger and the local version of Mount Juliet Two Septic Tiger tanks are about to tee off One is a Porrick Harrington haircut He passes a pink envelope to the next man He says, uh, 
I hope you find everything there to your liking. Me personally, I found the pictures of the three-year-old boys quite fetching. By the way, how's the wife? Is she well? Get the guards. 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 Get. Call now. Eight three eight one five. Yeah. Get the guards. It's the Lewis. The Lewis. Half ten at night. Pakistani couple get on. Then later on, some merrily head from Scarries with a can. He's screaming his head off at them. All sorts of abuse. Nobody looks up. Everyone looks away at the spot in the ceiling. They get off. He gets off. Yeah, and their heads are reeling. Get the guards! Get the guards! Get the guards! Get Call Now 83815 Call Now 83815 Call Now 25 and when, when did the Novena Babes start? Um, well, we had a band called the Silver Seeds. And I, I, the name was taken from uh, Neil Young's song. Um, so I don't know, there was a lot of politics going on in the band. Those members sort of been ousted, I suppose, at that time. And then there was new members getting in and we wanted to do a sort of three piece at the time. And uh, I thought Novena Babes was a good sort of name. Like, uh, it's sort of, like, uh, we were all made to go to Novena's for our sins when we were younger. Yeah. So it really, for me, it's sort of, you know, I pulled in a lot of stuff. Yeah. The yeah. growing up locally and local Catholic. And yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's how the name came. So we were sort of really going for it at that time. And uh, then things sort of got topsy turvy. We were changing the style of the music and stuff. So we, we kept it going, and it was, it was better. And we were trying to get really psychedelic at the end of it, mm-hmm. and just do one chord songs. And I just remember uh, Hovey was, <laughs> Cole Rasby, he was saying that 
drinks. Uh, there's, there's young fellas out the front there, and they're saying, "Yeah, man, shades. You can only play one note." <laughs> it's, you know, we're trying to get the, the experience and get the, the drone going. That so was doing his head in. So the lads just weren't in. Mm-hmm. The lads were sort of smoking the fight. We were just <laughs> 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 ding ding. <laughs> but uh, it was good crack at the time. But it was just uh, we were playing in uh, the Delphi. It was the Rock the Planet. Yeah, the name of the time, and. Uh, I was playing with the band and I just was looking at the front and everyone was fucking shifting each other and stuff and I was thinking the lads and the music Not so I just that, that I, I gave it up for a couple of years then before I just started doing the jinx down thing mm. but the, the, when but you're it, saying, the music pulled me back then into it yeah. so I, I have a go I know what to do now but when you're saying now like they were shifting and all this it, it is it's very hard for a musician <laughs> to be looking down like I even still looking down at this and I said this fuck was he's trying to take him out this one here yeah. she's out of our head and there he is it's like a big wolf coming in there yeah <laughs> it's not like but now now it's uh, now I'm still gigging myself when you look down in the audience you just see lit up faces mm. mobile phones do you ask for mobile phones to be put away no but I when I sort of see them coming out it's sort of almost like People feel they have to do it. It's just an automatic thing mm, yeah. that, that the hands come out. They mightn't even look at it again. No. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just the thing that people do and it's all Instagram and all the rest. So it's just the remind them of the experience. But there's no one sort of been, yeah, it's, I don't get too many of the, the, the whole thing. There, there yeah. is people sort of filming that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not at a point where everyone's waving them in the air and that, you know. I think it was actually worse years ago. No, oh, it was. I think it was worse years ago when people bad. had a force where it was like new technology. Yeah. The Fed had to they do this in unison. So, uh, But it helps you if, if people record it and spread it about. Oh, that's the other thing. You know, it does. That's, that's the, the other thing. Yeah. And, that, and that's something that I would yeah. like people to do. Like, uh, it's, is, know, now, I know there's some, the there's, there's some gigs where you're not allowed to take phones in. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people just want, as you say, is to, to catch that experience that they have. Yeah, you know, and as I say, I don't know why people don't allow it because it publicizes exactly. your gig. Yeah, you're you right. Know? You're right. And I think it's yeah. very good. Yeah, there's a lot of videos of me out there. Some. Yeah, <laughs> I just said it probably cleared them off for the next next night. So what what's the future? Well, I have three gigs on this week. This week. Yeah. So you tonight. Tonight and tomorrow in uh, Barry the Hub in Cork. Oh. In West Cork, and then tonight after that in Bally or in uh, in Kerry, well, it's Kerry. Yeah, which is a uh, it's actually I'm really looking forward to. It's, it's, it's a good gig. It's a good gig, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of like a, it's a mad sort of it's a be local gig, in a sort of a pub in the, in the space there, and mm. people be a lot of local people at it, and uh, it's just sort of taken as it comes. It's the the whole thing is the experience of the go down through the mountains, yeah, and that too. Oh. We always got a good. They're very, very receptive people there. Yeah. And, and would you would you have the full band or just yourself? No, it's just myself. Just myself. I, I'll be on the guitars. I play bass. I've uh, the bass, the kick drum, hmm. and I've got the sampler, and that's it, more or less. And, and they, the, they have the their own recorder with the voices going on between the songs. Yeah, <laughs> they, they have their own rig and all that for you. They have the, they have a basic rig and and the DAs and enough mm. DAs. Would you know. drive down or? Yeah, I'm driving down. How are the shows this week in Newcastle with the Mary Wallopers? How, how'd that go? That was really good, yeah. It was good. It was, yeah, like, it's, it's always great to play somewhere like, where people haven't seen you before. Mm. And it went down well. It went down pretty well. 
It was a good sort of mix between the two of us. Yeah. They're doing very well. They're flying. And like yourself, doing yeah. very well. Yeah, oh, they're flying though. Yeah. They're flying. Yeah. The, the, and they're uh, the, the great gig in the, the Bowerlands, you know, Nathan. Yeah. Fantastic, they were saying. They caught it, caught it right time. Yeah. You know, and it's it's needed because... Uh, the, the band's great. Yeah, oh, they're very good, very talented. Band. Yeah. He's almost like, he does the rim shots. Yeah. But he's just pure energy, you know. It's they're a great bottom end there, yeah. you know. And uh, Roshi, the bass player, she's... Uh, She's in the jazz and that, so she has the jobs for. Yeah, she knows. Yeah. It's brilliant. You know? brilliant. And they've got a great sound man as well. He's, yeah. he's a, they picked him up in Cork, and uh, he's the he is the sort of, you know, he's the stuff for the to bring on the sound, the barrel and the stuff. Yeah, yeah, classy. I'm gonna go back to one thing you mentioned: psychedelic music back then. Yeah, some psychedelic stuff in the eighties. Was that a big part of said actually partaking in psychedelics as you were growing up, or was it just a uh, you, oh, there would, it, there would have been. There would have been Of course, it would be. You've been bands and stuff, you know. Yeah. Any any epiphanies? <laughs> any epiphanies? Um. For the music, like for for life. Like for, we wouldn't well, be taking them. We wouldn't be taking them to the stage. Like. No, but I mean, yeah. like when you do them, some like you can go very deep into that sort into a world, or is it more of a was it a light thing? Uh, no, I think now the the, the best experience they had were probably. Sitting in the house by myself. Yeah. And that was it. But and uh I know that I, I would have been someone that would be very paranoid with stuff like that. Right. So it never really worked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was never like the the sexiest experience of Yes. John Lennon or George Harrison. You weren't in the yellow submarine, no. There wasn't <laughs> that sort of visual thing. There was visual stuff going on, all right, but we Yeah, I suppose it enhanced some of the lyrics, but it didn't find it a uh life changing experience or right. that, you know. Anyway, a lot of stuff we were taking anyway it was uh wouldn't have been mm. top notch, you know. Until <laughs> <laughs> we were on the railway lane saved everything. You know, oh, yeah. nice, you know? <laughs> uh, your opinion now on the, the music scene in Dundalk. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. The lot, of, lot of, uh, see, the confidence is fantastic, you see, yeah. because you've got all the most of a lot of the bands are doing really well internationally. Mm. And that wouldn't have happened when we were starting off, no. you know, never. And there was always the whole El Paso, El Paso thing. There yeah. was a great documentary, actually, in T.G. Cahar, about the folk scene in Dundalk. And I actually made a town. There wasn't one sort of disparaging thing about it. Mm. But I actually made Dundalk like a, like a, whatchamacallit, just like a mecca yeah. for folk music. And the way it was filmed, I think that, that was the best tourist thing I saw for yeah. bringing, because everything in it was just, Legs of Jerry O'Connor, everyone, the local people. It was just, there, there was nothing wrong with it. There was nothing, no, it was there was nothing bad. It was just pure on the music. It was brilliant. Positive. It was a positive look. And they got all the placing for car and all that. I, I never mm. saw it, anything filmed as well. As, yeah. You know. It, but there was a lot of places for, like, you had Mark McLaughlin's. Look at McManus's. Oh, so very important. You know. Manus's and yeah. Mark's Bar. And Mark's Bar. There was a lot of places for folk music and all that. But I notice now there's a lot of young people coming back with guitar, just guitar and uh, yeah. stomp pedal. Stomp you know? box, yeah. Yeah. And you can't beat that, though. It's, it's good. You know, they can't beat it. Like it, it still fills the, the rooms, you it know? It does, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I have, uh, now I do hear of it every Saturday night, but I would use tracks and that because the music I would do is more party atmosphere and that. Mm. But I've seen a lot, a lot of buskers in Dublin from Dundalk yeah, that are very very good. 
very yeah. talented people. And it, it, it'd be great to see another AOH Hall. Yeah. You know, something yeah. like that to give them an opportunity. Because that's going to be torn to powers, is it? I think it is. But yeah. Oh, no. Is it, it's not a preserve order. It's a preserve order, yeah. I'd say there might be. But uh, I remember years ago, it's, it's in the Democrats somewhere. Do, do, I think you were at that meeting as well. Do you remember there was a lot of money to open up a music place in Dundalk? Yeah. And all the gear is still in the town hall. Really? Still at the bottom. Yeah. But I remember going, there was a, what the hell was it? It's a search for a star was on television. But there was a gig on in the AOH hall and Lord rest Gino Barrels. Gino called to me and he says, look, there's a band playing in the spirit store or in the AOH Hall, there's no rig, would you lend me yours? I said, certainly will. He said, but you'll have to do the sound. <laughs> so we went down and place packed. And when the gig was over, they all went home. That was it. And the name of the band was On Off. And right. now they are massive in right. America. They're over now in America at the moment. Yeah. And one lad's from Stevie, he's from Dundalk. But it was just, it was to catch the atmosphere. It was all punk. Yeah. But the atmosphere of young kids watching a live band, you know, that we never see because you're up there and you're looking down. And that's near But it's... this time I was down looking up. It's amazed, amazed at young people. I think it'd be great now. I think there's a new place now in Tolls. Is opened up now. I hear a lot of people yeah. kicks and toes. There's a lot yeah. of people doing that. Well, there's a, there's a press yeah. conference tomorrow evening at five. It's, what's his name? Lambert. Uh, Dermot Lambert. Yeah, Dermot. Because uh, actually, Phil Kelp was on to me about Jim yeah. Tell. And he met your man, Lambert. Already. Yeah, he has a, a big rig. It'd be a great. Lambert, he's doubling, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he played with Blink. Yes, um, with, that's right. I know uh, that. Yeah. I know who he is. Yeah. I met him. He actually was doing the. Um, he was, it was either him or one of the members of the band. I think it's David. Had a, it's a place in Gardner Street. Yeah. It was a studio there we used to record. So he was doing it for a while. Yeah. Well, he, he seems to have got, got it all. He rang me the other day and he said, I'm having a press count. He's looking for what we would have been trying to get. He's looking for young bands, uh, new material, all that. So it's, it'd be good to see that venue for them. Yeah. The only problem is that there's only a few bands about. There's mainly solo artists now. But it'd be good to have a nice night with them all just to see them. When and you say that, though, are you, are you saying there's only solo artists? There's a lot of bands in there. There's a lot of bands, but I mean, you'll see more solo artists now. Right. Gigging. And uh, Ed, Ed Sheeran's. Oh, Ed Sheeran has been big. Yeah. Do you like Ed Sheeran? Not particularly, no. no. <laughs> I haven't heard. It's you always supposed to be brilliant now. Yeah. They're all raving about it. But anything I've heard now, it doesn't really... Didn't really grab me. Now, it it doesn't grab me either. It's very insipid now. Yeah, there's some. Yeah. There is some good stuff on yeah. it, but I wouldn't be like he's a guy now that uh, came onto a stadium on his own on a stage. See, the thing. He mm. was uh, yeah, and they were saying that he he, he was able to fill out the he, bar. Oh, he can fill. Yeah, he does you a whole to lot. Balls to do all that. Oh, Jesus, you know? it takes a lot. So I won't take that away now. But no, see, I ain't never heard him so far, have you? Yeah, it wouldn't be sort of rushing out. But no, there, today, is, there is good, yeah, like likes of Sam Fender and stuff like that. Yeah, like like his songs. But what about uh, today? Who who would you like? Who who would you listen to today? Well, I listen to an awful lot of rap music. There's a there's a band that was 
there was an English band called Benefits who were like <laughs> and they'll basically just if you ever hear a band called the Sleaford Mods yes yeah. and they're sort of they sound like a fella in Aldi's giving out but now Benefits are even more they gave me more into it and he's just pissed off and he's giving a big rant about stuff and that yeah. but it's, it's got there's real soul in it and uh, I like that because because the energy is sort of sitting there. I was, I was sitting with the weefer, the weefer is sort of sitting beside me. Say, what are you listening to, Father? Even though he's one and a half, and it's blasting out. And I was like, oh, this is like, this is like uh, meditation. Yeah. Because when something like that sort of hits, even though it's noisy, some things can hit you like that. You know? Oh yeah. It's but uh, but I, I like a lot of rap music. I, I, I like yeah. Uh, there's a fella called Danny Brown. There's a called Billy Woods. Is a New York rapper. I love Billy Woods. He's fantastic. Mm. He's got a, a lot of different. He's just he's he's got a lot of talent, and his albums are the, the, the sounds are really great. Mm. But it, it would be more when you said that he's really into it. It'd be more something because I like the rap. It'd be more something like yourself. I like I like rap yeah. music, but it has to be right. Yeah, you know, it has to be sort of like as you say. It's not Aldi giving out someone. I like that. Yeah, they, <laughs> I like I, I listen to someone giving out a bit. If you know, if, if someone got on the stage who wasn't a musician. And Star just just went on. Like I met a girl and, and told us last week, and she was uh, she's up dancing. She was ahead of her. And I says, uh, and she says, drinks. I'm a bit on the spectrum, you know. Hmm. I says, right, that's a grand, you know. So I'd love to be doing that stuff up on the stage. I said, why don't you do it? Just do it. Just yeah, yeah. Go up and yeah. grab a mic and play, up, just play a keyboard or drum machine. Or, it's not, you know, it's it's not it's not science. Like you just yeah. do it. Just if you've got you've got the energy. I prefer to see you than five or six bands, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. I like to see people getting into it just with very little musical talent yeah and just getting it out there but there, there is some successful people with no musical talent yeah have it have it up here to produce it I know a girl that rang me one day in the radio and she's from Galway and she lives in Valencia and she says I've sent some songs over and you don't seem to send me a message back that you played them and I said well I haven't got them so I send them over. Yeah. And I was interviewing them, and I says, "The piano's lovely. Did you play it yourself?" She says, "No, can't play. It's all in my head." Right. She goes into the studio, tells the musicians what it is, right. and then creates. But she says, "It some days it comes out better, some days it comes out worse." Yeah. So I try to interact. And she says, "But I'm not a musician. I'm just a singer with a lot in my head." So it's good. There is a lot of people out there. And then when some people hear me playing and say, there's another fellow who thinks he's a musician. God loves a try. Well, listen, you want to give us another one of your songs? Have I we will. any new ones? I have a new one. I'll do, I'll do something new album, actually. Oh, lovely. And when, when is that being released? This one's out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, you never left. Yeah, I'm doing the Dundalk launch tonight, though, but so this is the, the, the Dundalk end of the whatchamacallish the, the tour so we're halfway through okay so I'll do an instrumental actually this time mm. let me see this one uh, this is called uh, 20 Silk Up Blue it's dedicated to my, my nana uh, Rose Lennon listen to Vic will you let it show for me give me 20 Silk Up Blue keep the change Thank you. 
specific. Please hear this off me. Give me 20 single blue. Keep the change. Another saying, yeah, you know, can't be twenty silk up blue. It keeps a change. A lot of would you go by old sayings around? You know, there were years ago. Like when someone says, uh, "When you go to shop, yeah, and if you fall, don't wait to get up." <laughs> you know, all those. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of sayings. You know, told me one that was uh, he, he met this woman coming out of the house, and she says, "Jesus, that day with Edge." Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, the thing that, uh, <laughs> that's good. I, I have a song called The Day With Etcher. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Would you, if you heard things, there was lots of things like, you know, uh, yeah, I'll put that smile the other side of your face. Yeah, you know, yeah. all the all these and that. But that's, as I said, that's when you were saying there about your nana, you yeah, know, yeah. that, you know, 20 cycle players and keep the change. Yeah. It was yeah. damn old change. Of course it was. It was, yeah. it was a thing from the time. Like, yeah. Right? yeah. It, was just, it was just in my head. Yeah. Listen, uh, I want to thank you, Jinx, for taking time from your very busy, uh, yeah. very busy Pleasure. tour. Um, but we have a, a little thing for you now. It's a, it's a quiz. We just ask it. All right. It will. We'll do. It. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, we we we'll wrap it up. This will be up shortly. But listen, look out for Jinx. You have to go and see his show. He's a very, very talented man, and uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Tonight, yeah. Spirit store tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow is. Tomorrow is tomorrow's uh, Levis's Corner House in Bally the Hub in Cork, and then on Sunday it's Keynes in uh, Bally Just uh, just a few miles from Dingle. And is that the end of the tour then? No, it's not. No. I'm, I'm actually in uh, the, the Galway Mechanics Institute on the 9th of June in uh, in Galway, and then I'm doing it. I'm actually involved with, with uh, it was a, supposed to do for for African Day for the 25th of May. Mm. So I'm doing that. So Very good. I'm involved with that. So and where, where is that on? I think it's Oriel Park. Oh no! Oh yeah. yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll be sure. giving it the full uh, Jinx Lennon. And you, would you have a few songs written about that? No, I'll just be doing the Jinx Lennon show. That's that's and all that's, you need. That's, that's it. it. Look, Enjoy it. You know? <laughs> Wherever you're from. Yeah. Jinx again. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. And there's a.